Don't make me say I told you so. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The Celtics score 40 points in the fourth quarter. Boston 120, Golden State 108. There's nothing to panic about. This isn't over by a long shot. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. Basketball Hall of Famer Gary Payton. Coming up. Host of NBC's American Ninja Warrior. Akbar Bajabiamila. Pro Football Hall of Famer Mike Singletary. Plus, jazz forward Juancho Hernan Gomez. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number two, the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. In hour number one, we talk to Gary Payton, basketball Hall of Famer, 75th anniversary all-time teammate of uh, Michael Jordan's. (laughs) We talked about that with him, his uh, last dance uh, famous meme-making moment on an iPad. Uh, Of course, we talked about his son not playing in game one. He seemed mystified by that, saying you dress him, you don't play him, but he's not the coach of the training staff what he said um obviously there is some concern in uh, warrior nation based on a shocking comeback of a win by the celtics in golden state last night in san francisco a 40 point fourth quarter an avalanche and a blizzard of threes that was so shocking it's led to the first ever instance in the damn near eight history eight year history of this program of uh, Chris Brockman spending a commercial break between hours one and two searching for an Al Horford jersey online. That's not, I, I don't think we've ever thought you'd, you know, we'd ever say that or that would be possible, Chris, Confirmed. right? Confirmed. Confirmed? Confirmed. The times when we think he's not listening to us and then we'll come back from a break and he'll just throw out there what we were just talking about. Well, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm a professional listener and broadcaster. And I focus on things, and I think about what am I going to say, how am I going to say it, what are we going to do for the show? You know, Mike Singletary was going to call in in hour three. He's about to call in right now. I've, okay. I've got things going on. There's lots of vectors, TJ, but I can handle I can handle those vectors. Obviously. That's what I'm saying. I understand. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate that, Jay. No problem. Well done, Jay Felly. Thank you. And I'm trying to find TJ to just send me one because I was looking, but I'm trying to find the ones that we're now with the finals patch and, oh, okay, the, and that. the patch for Sam Jones. And oh, the, okay. And the updated sponsor. You're probably going to have to wait till after I know. the series. For Al Horford Jersey Shopping. Four words I never <laughs> thought I would say <laughs> about Chris Brockman. 26 in game one of the NBA Finals and him waiting his entire career to get to that moment and then him making the most of that moment, pretty cool, man. It's great to see. I watched an hour of post game yesterday, too, uh, on NBA doc, at NBA TV, and yeah. Derek White joined the crew. Shaq was there with Grant Hill oh, and the guys, yeah. uh, Matt Weiner, and he was wearing a Beatles sweatshirt. Oh. And Matt Weiner goes, do you know who the Beatles are? Oh, or was that just oh, no. like a gift? And he was like, well, my mom got it for me, okay. and I was like, why? And she gave this explanation. And they were like, okay, okay, okay. Okay, all you need is love. Yeah, I, I already get it. Uh, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Uh, Akbar Bajan Biamila uh, of American Ninja Warrior fame. And also uh, NFL Network Fantasy Live back in the day yeah, fame. Buddy. Right? Um, he's going to yeah. be joining us here on this program and in studio in I about 20 minutes' time. No. And Juancho Hernan yeah, Gomez of the Utah Jazz, but now the star, the Ray Allen, if you will, of the new basketball movie that Sandler has put together with uh, LeBron James and Maverick Carter, Carter on Netflix called Hustle. Um, he is the star of this movie. He'll yeah, be here in studio, hour number three. <laughs> I can't wait to And he's this. he was on the Celtics. 
when they sucked this year. <laughs> That's one, right? way, that's one way to put it. <laughs> so he, he he should have some insight as to what was going on there and what would, yeah, you know Ime Udoka was trying to lay down yeah. and the tracks that eventually got put together and this train is still running. So that's an hour number three. Later on in this hour, TJ's big-ass grab bag, his top five, your top five sports beefs. Beefs, man. What's beef? I mean – Outside of the Tommy Fam, Jock Peterson, or that's part of your top five. I mean, look, we—it's probably top. It's got to be. Oh, oh, so so it is included. I mean, let's be it's honest. Fun. It has to be. That's what right? I said. Come on. Okay, good. <laughs> this is amazing. We're still talking about it. Inspir- it, has to be. it is inspirational. Dang it, dang All right, we'll give it. We'll do something we never did. Yeah, it's it's number five on the <laughs> list. Okay, it's in there. Let's just put it. It's a, it's a conversation starter, <laughs> to yes, say the least. Absolutely. Very good. Thank you. Mike Trout had to give a press conference this Fantastic. week about it. Well, actually, again, the. Well, sorry, it answered question. In all honesty, the press conference was scheduled sure, in New York. Sure, sure, sure. Because he's going to Philadelphia next, where, by the way, the Phillies just fired their manager and Joe Girardi just in time for the the favorite son to come back and Mike Trout. But the Angels are, I mean, they're 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 in a tailspin right now. Um, But Trout was going to be meeting with the media. A lot of Philadelphia media apparently came up to chat with him about that. And after that got scheduled, Tommy Pham let it loose that he was the commissioner of this league. So he, the, the, most of the questions he fielded were on that subject matter. At any rate, uh, joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line right now is a Pro Football Hall of Fame. We spoke about this event uh, that the Pro Football Hall's gonna, Hall of Fame is going to hold on Father's Day weekend with Anthony Munoz. Last week, and now a fellow 1998 Pro Football Hall of Famer Canton class member is on the phone line right now. He is Chicago Bear great Mike Singletary. How you doing, Mike? I cannot complain. I'm blessed. Fantastic. I love it. Uh, Where have we found you? Where are you today, Mike? What's going on? I'm in Chicago today. Ah, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm running around in Chicago. I got uh, meetings about uh, changing our perspective, so... uh, it's all good. Okay. How, how far can you walk down the street in Chicago uh, before being recognized, Mike? How many blocks can you make it usually? You know what? I, I, I don't do a whole lot of walking in Chicago. Okay. Uh, to, to be honest. But, uh, you know, people people are very nice and very kind. You know, when I check into a hotel, when I get into an Uber or whatever it is that I'm doing, there's always someone who says, hey, Mike, how you doing, man? I said, that's, that's always. Matter of fact, yesterday... Uh, for the first time, I've always wanted to meet him. Uh, I was standing outside waiting for the limo, and uh, Frank Thomas came up. Hey, oh. Mike, how you doing? Hey, Frank, how you doing, man? It was great to see him. Uh, my first time meeting him. I've always wanted to. Wow, uh, a, a Singletary Big Hurt Summit that comes out of the blue. I mean, that that's that's that's. I mean, where's Sandberg, right? I mean, you got to get Sandberg in there and Jordan. You got to get Jordan in there, yeah. and then you you're, you might have the full set right there, Mike. <laughs> that was very cool. You ever meet Jordan? Mike Singletary? Did two Mikes ever meet? You know what? I have never met him. Huh. Okay. We got to get that done. We got to get something like that close to done. Um, and so what, what are you asked most about, about your football days, Mike, when, uh, when, when somebody encounters you, Mike Singletary? I, I, you know, I'm, I'm asked a, a number of questions. One is, uh, talk, talk to me about the 85 Bears. You know, how, how was that? How was the... You know, how was being in the middle of that? How did you feel uh, doing that, you know, and being a part of that team? So, 
and they'll ask me about McMahon and the fridge and Walter and Hampton. And so, um, you know, that's always pretty cool to talk about. And, and then, um, you know, it's kind of talking about kind of, you know, where are the players now, what are they doing and then kind of what I'm doing. So, uh, that's normally, you know, how my health is. How's your health, Mike? Oh, well, you know, I'm doing good. So it's, um, those are normally the questions. Well, one that I, I want to hit you on is your favorite Walter Payton story. When's the first time you met him? <laughs> Mike Singletary? What about him? Let's talk about him. My favorite, I, I'll tell you my favorite Walter Payton story. Okay, go it's for it. It's not a great one on my end. Uh-oh. Um, so I'm in Hawaii, and uh, Walter and I for the Pro Bowl. And uh, so I, I didn't realize that I'm, I'm going to be initiated. Um, and, and so I'm going to make a great impression. You know, I'm warming up and, and I'm getting ready to go outside. And, and uh, I put my jock on and I'm thinking, man, this thing's a little bit damp or something. <laughs> and uh, so I put it on anyway and go outside. I'm not going to ask a whole lot of questions. So I go out and I'm working out and I'm running around. I'm getting ready for our first workout. And, uh, man, I, it was this burning sensation uh, in a place that you know, I'm thinking, wait a minute, what's going on here? And uh, so I'm, I'm kind of out there, and I'm just, I, you know, it, I, I'm, I'm acting like it's not burning. And the guys come out, and they're kind of, everybody's kind of looking at me, kind of smiling and whatever. And I'm thinking, what's wrong with these guys? And, and so after a while, I couldn't take it, man. I'm like, oh, oh. Oh man, it's hot! And so I run inside, and uh, you know the trainers is laughing at me, the equipment guy, and they're like, uh, "Mike, so they got you, huh?" I'm like, "Wait a minute! Wait, what do you mean? Who got me?" So, well, you know, this your first time here, so I uh, said, so "Who did this?" So, well, we can't tell you who did it. So I walk back outside, and I'm looking around. I'm trying to find who did this. And I walk up to Walter. I said, "Walter, did you do this?" No, no. Do 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 what, Mike? What? <laughs> and uh, you know he's laughing, and the other guys are laughing, and I'm thinking, "That's Walter. I know you did this. Somebody, I I, I know you did it." But he never. I was so upset. He never said he did it. So uh, the joke was on me. But I tell you that that was not a good joke, and uh, <laughs> I didn't like it at all. <laughs> so that that's the that that's not sweetness at all. I mean, um, so. <laughs> So you, you suspect Walter Payton hot-sauced your jock strap prior to your first Pro Bowl practice. Is that what you're saying, Mike Singletary? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I knew it was him. I knew he did it. Oh, my goodness gracious. So uh, outside, of, outside of that, when, when did you know, um, I guess, that Walter Payton was the guy that you, you knew him to be on the field? Mike, you got one of those stories? It, it didn't take long. Um, I was in a preseason game, and you got to understand, up until this time, I, I don't like running backs. I, I made my mind up, you know, I, I don't even want to touch the ball. Anything that it touches the ball, I don't like. <laughs> and so, um, Walter, we're in a preseason game, and Walter's running the ball. And I'm looking at him run the ball, and I'm like, wow. This guy is, is uh, pretty amazing. I mean, he looked like a Clydesdale horse. Uh, legs clicking up in the air, those uh, long cleats that he wore. And uh, it, it was just uh, amazing to watch him run. 
And uh, so that was that was really it didn't take long to realize. And I, you know, people had told me about it. Man, sweetness. Oh, you going to Chicago? Oh, man, Walter. I'm telling you, sweetness. I'm like, what kind of name is that? Sweetness. But uh, I, I get there, and I tell you, it didn't take long to see it at all. He was an amazing guy. Absolutely amazing. A professional in every sense of the word. So then when, when you were playing and you said you don't like running backs, who was the one that was most difficult for you or the one that you liked the least to play against? Mike Singletary. Well, I don't like any of them. <laughs> you know, to be honest, I'm gonna be very. Honest. I don't like any, but but the the ones that were tough, um, you know, when you think about Earl Campbell, that that would have to be you know outside of Walter Payton, you know, you got Earl Campbell, you got Eric Dickerson, um, Marcus Allen, and people say Marcus Allen, yeah, Marcus Allen is one of the greatest competitors I, I've ever competed against. He knocked the snot out of you. Uh, as a blocker, he's the most complete back uh, that that I think I've ever been around. Um, he can do it all. He and Roger Craig are both really complete guys. Uh, but Marcus was an exceptional blocker. But you know those guys. When I when I think about you know the running backs that that really were um, special that I played against, there are certainly others. But they come to, those guys come to mind right away. Well, I mean, and I, I, I think Roger Craig should be in the Hall of Fame. I think he should be in the bus room with you, Mike. San Francisco would not have won three Super Bowls without him. There's no doubt in my mind. I agree. I mean, when we're, we're, you're talking about thousand thousand, you're, you're talking about a guy who's a matchup nightmare and a guy who can run Sorry. run past you and also uh, run past you because he's he's on a wheel route or something like that. That's Roger Craig, uh, one one million percent. You know. Well, the other we thing about Roger out of Craig, a very strong economic, you don't uh, find economic many period. guys that so are talented as, as he there was. Are things when, as it relates but to inflation, extremely there humble. Are things that were not I'm like, how do you find a guy like that? that were not I mean, Roger acts like a specialty one. guy. So, uh, we were speaking to them uh, but he is one of the nicest guys that I think I've ever met. So that is also important to note. I mean, I know you're asking me that. The question of did we speak about wrong? Did we, you know, say did we? Mike Singletary, Pro Football Hall of Famer here on the Rich Eisen Show. Before we get to the Fatherhood Festival that's coming up in a couple weeks in Canton, Ohio, uh, what do you think of the current state of the Chicago Bears, Mike Singletary? Well, you know, um, from a distance, uh, I I just think it's a matter of them really taking uh, the defense and, and getting all that they can out of the defense. I think they've got uh, a defensive tackle. Uh, he's a little older now, but I still think he has a couple of great years in him. If he, you know, if he, if he ever lives up to that, uh, if if he can play up to the level that three technique that they have, uh, if he can play up to the level that 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 he should, uh, he he would be all world. There'd be no there's no doubt in my mind. Dominant guy, uh, the middle linebacker I think is outstanding. Uh, those are the two guys that jump off uh, the chart for me that I think are really amazing players. The rest of them, uh, you know, I, I know they got a couple of pass rushers, uh, uh, Quentin. Uh, uh, um, uh, anyway, the guy coming off the edge, they got a couple of those guys. But um, those two guys, I really think, um, particularly the middle linebacker, if he can rise up to the level of leadership and uh, demand that uh, everybody – is, is on deck and let's get ready to go. I think he can really take that help take that team defense to another level. Did you hear last year when Aaron Rodgers scored against the Bears, he told the fans, I own you? Did you hear that one? 
from last year, Mike? No, I didn't. Yeah. What would what would have happened if you were on the field and the quarterback of the Packers had done that, scored, and screamed to the Soldier Field fans, I own you? What about that? What happened? You then? know, I, 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 in all honesty, I, I don't really know. I, I think if someone would have said that while we were playing, I would have, I would have been shocked. I, I would have thought something's wrong with this person because there were times in the game, Rich, that that I honestly looked at Richard Dent, Otis Wilson, uh, Wilbur Marshall, and asked them not to hit the quarterback anymore. I said, guys, don't, 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 don't hit the guy again. Just, just, just wrap him up. I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him. Wait, 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 come on, man. Just, 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 just push him down. Uh, there were times that I had to say that. Come on, really? Uh, oh, I'm, I, I kid you not. There are times I said, don't, don't hit him like that anymore. Just, just push him down. No, come on. I'm gonna kill him. Oh man, come on, man. Mercy, somewhere. He got a family somewhere. <laughs> Uh, no, they're, they're, honestly, I, I, I kid you not. I would not lie to you. So out of just concern for humanity, you would tell your teammates not to abuse the opposing quarterback. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I guess Rodgers feels uh, he does have the numbers to back it up. It has been a Packers uh, heavy uh, uh, run here quite a bit against the Bears these days, Mike. You know, when you think about well, it. Hopefully they can they can do something about it. You know we'll see. Mm-hmm. Time always tells the truth. Uh, and who's the who's the linebacker, Mike Singletary? That when you flip on the TV or or watch a game uh, that you 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 really are impressed by in this day and today? age? Yes, sir. In the NFL today, or defender wow. that you would turn on and say front seven guy. I'll even give you the whole front seven. Who's somebody that you you turn on and say that guy? Is... You know, I I, I got to be very honest with you. I, I think. For me, right now, mm-hmm. uh, and, and no disrespect to anyone, I, I think uh, number one, I don't look at it as much in Sorry in that, that way. But that. you know, the last linebacker that I really looked at was, was Ray Lewis. Um, Ray was the last linebacker that I really looked at that way. I that I really enjoyed um, seeing play. Um, you know, Junior Seau. You know, a guy like that. Uh, you know, that I looked at, that I saw taking could take the team to another level. How about Aaron Donald? Uh, How about Donald? What do you think of him? No, I, okay, I thought you meant linebackers. Sure. I'll, I'll give you when front you seven. Say, when you talk about the defensive line, wow, uh, Aaron Donald jumps out um, right away. Uh, I had the opportunity to, to coach in L.A. one, one year, that, uh, and um, he is just phenomenal. He, he is a tremendous build, tremendous strength, and uh, when he wants to play, uh, it is lights out. Uh, he is a dominant, dominant guy, and uh, doesn't really talk a whole lot, but I, I think guys feed off of, of his energy and what he does, but he is truly a great player. Mike Singletary, Pro Football Hall of Famer here on the Rich Eisen Show. I spoke uh, about this with Anthony Munoz. Did you go in the Hall of Fame with Anthony? Did you guys work? in the same class together? The Pro Football Hall of Fame? Okay. And so uh, you, you guys are going to be part of this fatherhood festival that's in Canton, Ohio for Father's Day weekend. I'll give you the floor on it, on what people should uh, know about it. 
Mike. Well, you know, it's uh, June 17th to uh, Sunday, the, the 19th, and uh, just a Father's Day weekend, Fatherhood Festival at the Hall of Fame Village in Canton, Ohio. 46. And it's going to be fun for everybody. Even moms can come. They're going to have mom huddles. They're going to have country music, uh, on-the-field uh, experience, uh, interactive exhibits. Uh, it's just going to be a great time. And it, for any, for more information, www.fatherhoodfestival.com uh, for any other information. But uh, it's gonna, should be a great time, and I am so excited and fired up to uh, speak to fathers and interact with fathers and, and learn something myself. What do you think you can learn from that? What do I think I can learn? Yeah. Oh, trust me. Now, I, I got seven kids and, and, and uh, a wonderful, wonderful wife. And you, if you hold a mic in front of every one of them, they tell you, Mike needs some help. So <laughs> I, I would say uh, I'm always looking to learn more. Well, uh, have a great time in Canton, Ohio. Mike, I, I, I always love catching up with you. Um, it's It's been a while, so um, I, I, it's great to hear in great spirits and uh, and strolling down memory lane with us. Thanks for the call. Really appreciate it. Thank you. God bless. Thank the you. Great Mike Singletary right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Was tempted to ask him his Uber rating when he said that he gets into Ubers, <laughs> and, but, uh, you know, just going to let that sleeping dog, you know. I doubt Mike. No. Let's take a break right here. Uh, guess who's coming in studio? Uh, our friend Akbar Bajabiamila. Hey, talk American right. Ninja Warrior, football, fantasy football, and more. Don't go anywhere. That'll be a lot of fun. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. 
Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Akbar Bajia Villamilla here on our program. Uh, it's going to be Monday, June 6th, 8 Eastern on NBC. The It being the season 14 premiere of American Ninja Warrior. I can't believe it. When did you first get reached out to for this gig? 2013. So this is uh, just completed my 10th season on American Ninja Warrior. And, right. you know, I was doing fantasy football. Um, this on was, NFL Network, right? Yeah, on NFL Network before the slap, before the uh, Jock Peterson slap. I can't wait to talk uh, about that. <laughs> Uh, but uh, they reached out and said there's an audition, and then audition turned into you're going to be the next uh, co-host of American Ninja Warrior, and that was life-changing for me. And now this is technically, not technically, it is the longest job I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I've never had a job for 10 years. You know, you, you know, usually don't you get a Rolex, or don't they give you like a statue or something? Uh, yeah. Or something like that, but I've never had a job for 10 years. Not the NFL, not not anything. Well, they give you a Rolex, hopefully, when you retire, though. That's, oh. the, that's the gold watch at the end. Oh, okay. Now, 10 years is too, that's a little premature? Uh, I mean, 10 years is, I mean, this is going to be this fall, my 20th with NFL Network. Okay. So, and that is longer than my marriage. Marriage by well, no, my marriage is a couple of months longer than my my NFL Network ten. Wow! So yeah. they, they happen almost at the same time. I got my actually. Uh, there were some empty seats at my wedding, dude, from the ESPN executives who did not show because I was uh, departing uh, a week before. That actually happened. At my wow! Wedding. Oh, oh yeah. that's it. And I can remember their names right now. Interesting <laughs> enough, uh, was it Al Jaffe, Fred no, Brown? No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay, Al, okay. Al, was, Al was a guy who gave me my start. He oh, gave me was my he? start years ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. He's a he's. So one you didn't the, think I could go that far back with some of the names? You went deep, bro. I went deep, didn't I? You yeah. went deep, yeah, to say the least. Yeah. But what a that is life changing stuff. Yeah, we, you know. But I give credit to the ninjas who come out there every single uh, every single year and compete. Because they make it interesting every year. And this year, like we did last year, we've got the teenagers who've really disrupted this whole ninja universe. What do you mean? Uh, well, because they're, they're, they seem indestructible, to be quite honest with you. That's what teenagers uh, feel yeah, about yeah, themselves. Right, yeah, and they don't get tired, and they push our veterans. You know, if you think back to the NBA when they started allowing teenagers to come in and how disruptive that kind of was. At sure. First, there was a lot of hating by the vets, and then there was this embracing. And I think now the vets... They've embraced these teenagers who've really pushed them to step up their game because they don't get tired like we get tired, right? And I say we because the ninja age goes now from 15 all the way up to 73, 74 years wow. old. So as you know, as you get older, and I'm not say calling you old, Rich, you can. but as you get older, you know, that stamina level gets a little challenged. And these ninjas, they just go and they've been doing this literally more. Some of them have been doing this more than half their life. So, I mean, just think about that. They put an enormous amount of time into Ninja, sure. and they're crushing the course. Well, obviously, now that it's in year 14, people are well, they know well about what's asked of them. And also, it's aspirational. They, yeah. want, to, they want to train for it like it's the Olympics, you know, like they want to train for it and make, the, make it their life's work to get on and try and win um, in front of the whole country. Big money. And last year, we had, you know, a teenager win. He got the furthest, um, and uh, he, Caden Lepsack, $100,000. Just think about that. He never has to ask his parents for lunch money ever again. <laughs> he is 15, 16 years old. He gets his own he, phone. Gets, oh, yeah. You won't give me a phone? Fine, I'll get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy, you know? And then at the young age, already starting to invest into crypto. And, oh, look um, out. Yeah, so trying to turn that $100,000 into something a lot bigger. Well, or a lot less. 
Yeah. I don't mean to look at you when you say that. I'm right there with you. Like, you go ahead. We can do the look of shame here. It's great. I know. So it kind of goes. Can we can we switch the subject? Sure. Hold on. Let me let me reset. Let me reset for the radio audience real quick. Baja Biamila, the host, along with Matt Eisman and Zuri Hall, is co-hosting American Ninja Warrior season fourteen. What do you want to talk about? Well, let's talk about the slap. Let's do it because this one has been really quite interesting and. Um, whereas, you know, and, and I know a couple of days ago, you were trying to come up with some, uh, fantasy nickname. team names. Yes. Fantasy names. Team yeah. Names for I, I Tommy for, Pham, yeah. yeah. Tommy Pham. Well, I, I have one you just got... onomatopoeia. Okay. Wham, bam, fam. See that? Wham, bam, fam is close. We, we came up with wham, bam. Thank you, fam. Yeah. But these are all onomatopoeias. Oh, Okay. You know, obviously for the for for the actual sound that a slap would make. Ah, you see what I did there? Automatopoeia. So it would just be. That's where I got it from. Batman. Okay. That's where I got it from. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Right. But yeah, you know, you guys mentioned something. Which, fam goes to dynamite. That was Ooh, that I don't works. like I don't like green eggs and fam. <laughs> if it's a basketball league, Jock Fams Volume One. Yeah. I like that one. Fam out of bio. Fam out of bio. You know, there's one thing that could really disrupt an entire um, fantasy league, yes. and it's the biggest crime of them all, colluding. Oh, colluding. Yeah. If oh, yeah. you are making backdoor trades and trading away, and if you're like... Yeah, that's well, a bad move. That's a really bad move. And I've been a part of some leagues that, that that's happened, mm -hmm. and there's no way to really prove it. You know what I mean? Because you're not privy to the text messaging or the phone calls behind. So that's one of those ones. But I just don't, in all seriousness, I don't, I don't know how, like what was involved. I'm, uh, there needs to be an investigation. I agree. Uh, there I, needs to be an investigation because I, I want to know what would cause a person to strike a person like that. You know, we don't promote violence. Never. And like, did he lose money? Did, you know, did he really lose badly? Was the gif or jif or whatever meme, was it really that bad? Uh, it can't be. It can't have been. It can't have been. And the, the, apparently, it's it, it's it it stemmed. It started. Yep. With an uh, an IR designation for Jeff Wilson of yeah. the Forty ers He was out, and so Jock was able to put him on IR. But Tommy Pham says that what there were individual rules of the league that apparently he thought it was an illegal rostering maneuver by Peterson, and he starts arguing. Mike Trout was the was the commissioner who didn't do anything, just sat on his hands, did nothing, and uh, it caused some sort of rumblings that blew up when Peterson sent Fam the meme. And in a text exchange amongst fantasy players, which you know is one right. of the most vicious, sharp elbow That's the community, you can right? Have. Yeah, you're only you're only talking trash in your in your community, like for your fantasy community. And then he quit the league. In the that, middle that, of the season, I don't know how you even do that. I like, uh, and how you even remedy that? You just got to get someone to take take the team. And if you're Mike Trout, I mean, what do you go to Rendon? What do you got? How long was he sitting on this? Five months, well, at least. Five. Well, I mean, just think just about say, that. Let's well, just he say quit week five. It, that would be October, right? November, December, January, February, March, April, May. Seven, Seven months. months. Like that right there is the highest level of pestivity. <laughs> like to be able to hold on to that type of bitterness for seven months and then say the first time, 
on point when I see you. On site. We, it, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> that, can you he imagine? He with the Reds, and he's like, when do we play the Giants? When do we circle the calendar? When do we play the Giants? Yeah. You know what? I, I the team the, is jock on now. When do we play them? Pistivity is not a bad fantasy team name. Um, we should we invite Fam Pistivity. Should, should we invite uh, Tommy out to try American Ninja Warrior? That's a great way to, to let out some steam. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> so, I mean, it is therapeutic. It has changed a lot of athletes' lives. Like I could see it now, right? Well, what you could also do is you could put Jock Peterson's face on the button at the end of. They're <laughs> like, no, Tommy, you just got to hit it once. Yeah. That's it. Just like you did in the outfield. Um, just got to hit it once. I got, I got a question for you. Yes. What do you make of Donda Sports, uh, Kanye <laughs> Kanye West? I, I've always wanted to ask a question like this. What, what, what do you think uh, about what this? What do I make of Donda Sports? Honestly, so I, haven't, I haven't I haven't seen the spreadsheet. Uh, <laughs> uh, I also uh, is there is there a Donda Sports PowerPoint that we can get? I don't know, but I, I was uh, surprised to see Aaron Donald sign with Kanye. Yeah, it, it made me think. You know, Aaron Donald for as accomplished as he is yes. in his career. Does this mean that he's already thinking about transitioning as far as life after football? Like, does he want to be a musician? Is that what it, or well, are we just, uh, we're just we're just assuming that Kanye is gonna you know give him an entree into the music world that maybe he might not be interested? Well, I, don't I, I, I don't I don't I know that Aaron Donald can lift bars because I've seen him in the weight room. Yeah. I know how strong he is, but yes. I don't know if he can drop any bars. I, well I don't know if he has that. <laughs> it's a round of but applause. It, yeah, appreciate it. You guys like what I did there? Yeah, appreciate it. Bars. I honestly don't, I don't get the move. I don't even get the move for Kanye West getting into this space. And, you know, he's got so much on his plate already. You know, uh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole lot of other there's stuff. Lot of, there's something missing as well. I, yeah. I don't know what, what, what to make of Kanye. I don't know what to. Uh, all I know is that uh, what, how, I mean, Jay Z has gotten into this world. Correct? Right. Uh, the first was Master P, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Oh. Who did Master P sign that was the Ricky, Ricky Williams? Ricky Williams. Ricky that's Williams. Right. Ricky and, Williams. And if I'm not mistaken, how'd that work out? Not great for Ricky. Yeah, Ricky lost out on a lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah. So master, it was all incentive based. That's what I'm saying. I I'm mean, earn my contract. I I I, I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know if you, it, you know how sometimes the teams stay away from kids from a certain school because a kid came out and was a bust, and you're right. like, that's not fair. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, cast dispersions just based on anything in the history of Master P. And now Jay Z, I think, is being very successful. Yeah, at he's it. yeah, he's been. But I wonder, is it Jay Z that's running it, or does he have an entire team? Because I just have a team. if you look at Kanye West, I mean, from and again, I don't know the reports. I got to do some more research, but. Yes. It looks like Antonio Brown might be the president. Allegedly, I, I mean, can, if you that's, go, can you Google that? Yeah, can can we can we research that? Antonio Brown in a position uh, of management. Is that what you're saying? Because it, it does it, come up in the automated uh, search. Man, here. if he's in management, I would be the first employee to just in the middle of a meeting take my shirt off and stroll out. <laughs> yeah, See how he likes it. <laughs> See how he likes it. He, he, hey, he, man. Hey, this meeting. Let's go on Facebook Live. What do you think? <laughs> What do you think about your competitors? Talk about your competitors. Let me Facebook Live it, Antonio, and see how that goes. That yeah, that could be something. And the shoes Brown. on the other foot. Yeah, Jalen Brown, right? Sign, sign? Yeah, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. 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 That's some serious names, right? Was that there. his first signing? I believe so. Yeah, that's yeah. Jalen's uh he's a Cal Bear, you know, he's got a good head on his shoulders. Well, we'll see how that works. I don't know. Maybe Aaron Donald wants to get into acting. I don't know. That I'm, could be things something in I mean, the entertainment Howie Long, business. Howie Long got into, you know, acting. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll uh, see. Antonio Brown is the VP of Donda Sports. Oh, what, he's oh, the, the vice VP. president of what? He's the vice president of Donda Sports. That's all it says. He's the VP. 
He's the VP. Okay, the Veep. That'll be a new Veep. New episode of Veep. I, I am down for a new Veep series. I would definitely. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I sneak into the first Antonio Brown-led Zoom? Can we do that? That, that would be amazing. Can we do that? You, you can know, pay for the rights to that. I bet you that'd be a great way for, I mean, that, that's a good business right there. That might be the first Zoom where you tell somebody to mute <laughs> <laughs> instead of unmute. Uh, unmute. <laughs> You're on mute. No, but please put yourself on mute. Uh, all right. So um, season 14, where'd you shoot it? Uh, we shot it this year in San Antonio, Los oh. Angeles, and we're back where, you know, where we do our grand finale in Las Vegas. So Vegas. it's, uh, yeah. When, yeah. when, when, when American Ninja Warrior is in Vegas, it's just, it just looks right. It, it, it lights up the, it, it lights sure up the does. strip. It lights up the strip. We're the biggest light show. I yeah. love it. Fantastic. You should probably have like Cirque du Soleil people go through it and see if they could beat the Ninja Warrior. You actually. I just, that left. would be a great competition. I just again. came from the Michael Jackson show and those athletes really could be ninjas they really could be ninjas that that's actually a good one you should do and next time you you run that up the flagpole is you have a competition amongst the the vegas performers to see who can go against one-on-one like the 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 top five ninjas against the top five like vegas performers that's that's a challenge i like that cirque du soleil versus uh american ninja warriors and i will take 10 percent uh just contact (laughs) kanye he's my agent oh he's your agent now okay i've now officially joined on the sports breaking Breaking news news. because you know i let's see carrot top on american ninja warriors because he's got a lot of upper body strength i bet you he'd be yeah who's your who's your guys top five american ninja warrior uh celebrities athletes who would be your top five McGregor one. I want to see him go through that. Conor McGregor. Okay, okay. That's so, good. Oh, interesting. so we'll have yeah. him at number five. Who's number five. four? Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald oh, won't yeah. get past the first Ty- obstacle. Ty- Tyreek Hill. What are you talking about? Aaron Donald would not get He's past the heavy. first obstacle. The shrinking steps. Too heavy. In fact, Kill. if he does, I, so, so we. So give me, one. give me the height weight. Give me the height weight that needs to that I need to focus on right now. I, I, I just I went with strength. Anywhere between five five. So Tom Cruise is in in that Top Gun. Uh, ever great movie, by the way. Um, five five, all the way up to about five eleven, so would be the awesome. ideal ninja height. And then from weight, about a hundred pounds to about a hundred and sixty-five, <laughs> seventy right. pounds. Now that I know, so, so Conor McGregor's a good one. Like Conor McGregor is pretty. Yeah. Tyreek Tyree Tyree Hill. Tyreek Hill, one hundred percent. Yeah. Tyreek Hill. Okay. Um, we need another sport in here. John Morant might be a little tall, but. Morant, like yeah, Jose yeah, Altuve. his fault. His 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 legs oh, will hit yeah. the water. Jose oh. Altuve. Jose Altuve. Well, he's got to keep his shirt on though. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. a problem. Uh, well, they might can't show too much skin. Can't show too much skin. Perfect. You Plus, he drops in the water. That buzzer might go off. Ah, yeah, you know, he heard So we need a number three. Who's at the number three spot? <laughs> Just wow. to piss off my Houston Astros friends. Three. What about a golfer like a Spieth or somebody? Oh yeah, Xander Schauffele. He's he's in that five eight range. What is DeChambeau? Is he too big? Is he too big? DeChambeau's too big. Kepka? Is Kepka too big? Yeah, a little too big. Too bulked? I want to see Megan Rapino. Too bulky. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Rapino. Yeah, Rapino. I like I like I like that for Rapino. Okay. Sue might be a little she's like five ten, five eleven. That might be Okay. I've got I've got one who I would love to see. Um this would be Serena Williams. On like the salmon ladder, you know the salmon ladder where you go pop, 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 pop. Yeah, yeah. like like you got to have some back muscles for that. And okay. her backhand is pretty good. So, okay, all yeah, right. Like so that's see, a good one. Yeah. I don't know Kyle about Murray? that one, though, Akbar. Huh? You know, Kyler Murray. Murray. Kyler Murray. What about Lamar? We know he's five. Is Lamar too big? He's too big. Yeah, Lamar's Lamar. Too tall. Yeah, no. He's like six three. Yeah, he's too tall. Kyler's in that. Baker Mayfield. 
Baker Mayfield, we know he's under six feet. <laughs> wow, you ain't right. You ain't right. He's in the range that he's. he's I, I know, but you didn't have to said. emphasize that he's under yeah, we six know feet. That he's under six yeah. feet. Yeah. yeah. How about how about uh, how about uh, Jules? How about Edelman? Uh, oh, Jules will crush. Now you're talking. How about Edelman? I like that. Or any any slot receiver for the Patriots. Yes. Welker, Edelman. Okay. I've always said Amendola. I've always said Woodhead. Let's go. go get Let's have a Patriot. Hey, hey, a Patriot. A Patriot. A Patriot. Throw Ninja Odell in there. Throw Odell a in there. New England Ninja Warrior. <laughs> the match. There we go. Ninja, Ninja Warrior in the match. Sold. I'm just uh, coming up with as many ideas as possible for you to go back. You can take all the credit all you want. I'll be it's R.E.S. Consulting. Co- co-EP now. I'll be co-EP. R.E.S. Consulting. That's right. That's what represents me. The hell with Don to sports. I'm out with them. I'm out. I'm out. I was in. Now I'm out. I was in. Now I'm out. Now I'm out. American Ninja Warrior season 14 premieres Monday, June 6th at 8 Eastern on NBC. Akbar Baja B. Miller, you're a treasure. Thanks for coming in. Anytime, brother. Anytime, anytime. We're back with more here on the Rich Eisen Show in a moment. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Okay, I'm going to take these phone calls, all right? Okay, yeah, and then at the top of the next hour, fine. we're going to split up the first segment with what's more likely. Okay. And TJ's big ass grab bag. Okay. How does that oh, sound for you? Okay, very good. Uh, that'll be it, later it's on. A bag, not a bag. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> certainly, since we just covered the uh, Fam Peterson smackdown considerably with Akbar, that makes two guests in a row that we've had. That right. one, if if Juancho Hernan Gomez comes out here and says, "Forget about hustle. Forget about the NBA Finals. Forget about the Jazz. Forget about basketball. Let's talk about this." What Jock Fams Volume One. What if he comes out and like, let me tell you about the time I slapped somebody. Let me tell you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually retweeted a, a, a tweet today from John Cena. Um, yeah, that, that that he. Let me get this one right. That he said. Um, uh, oh the, if you hold on, he to said, stuff, yeah. The longer you hold on to something, so, yeah. the heavier it will become. I retweeted that saying, if you only tweeted that uh, before jo- Tommy Fans <laughs> ran into Jock Peterson, that'd be great. Uh, Terzo and I has been uh, hanging on for almost two hours. What's up? All rise. Terzo, how are you? What's up, Terzo? What's up, guys? I'm doing well. Hey, Brockman, keep those legs under the desk, man, with those ugly socks on. You got me queasier earlier. Wow. <laughs> Terzo, easy, easy, bro. You're going to give the people what they want, Chris, okay? 
More what's, leg. What's up, Terzo? Or am, I, or am I just because I took it in the shorts with that game last night? But didn't it kind of feel like Al Horford just uh, was the freshest player in the fourth quarter? Like he didn't play the rest of the game and just showed up and looked like he, you know, he was just extremely well-rested running up and down the court, making every single shot. Or he's been talk about well rested and 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 um, fresh legged guy's been waiting his whole life <laughs> for last night. I mean, and that's and that's the neat part about last night. Regardless of how you feel about the Celtics, or even are there any Al Horford haters out there? I don't know, but um, guy's been waiting his whole career for that, and then he he made all the shots he needed to. He stuck it to him. He made the most of his moment that he's been waiting for for a long time. He had to, he had to have dreamt about this and thought about it and visualized it positively. I mean, we're talking about positive visualization. Yeah, Even in his positive visualization, did he make six threes? <laughs> so, <laughs> Even if, at one point, as he's been positively visualizing this moment, did he ever at one point like you know four threes? I'll be incredible. Five threes? Ah, oh, nah. I mean that's too much. It's six threes is too much to yeah. ask. For. Like even did he even pause in his positive visualization <laughs> at the notion of making six threes and scoring twenty six points in front of the Warriors faithful? I mean, good lord! I think he was listening to Kelly Clarkson before the game. Thanks like, for the call, Terzo. Some appreciate people wait it. a lifetime for a uh, moment like this. And um, by the way, you know it's like happy birthday, Al. You made all those shots, and then literally today it's his birthday. Thirty six. He's thirty six today. Yeah. Al Horford, six threes. Happy birthday, Al! <laughs> and then he's, he's looking and he's saying, "Thank you." Thank you. Like, what do you mean? I'm I'm insulting you? No, it's actually my birthday. Like that. <laughs> that's Al Horford. I think yesterday. Unbelievable. Yesterday, you could have got Al at eighty to one for uh, Finals MVP. What is he now? Oh, I haven't looked. Look it up, I'm Jimmy in San Antonio. Right you're here on the Rich Eisen. So, what's up, Jimmy? You're my lifeline to that world that I'm not allowed to be part of. What's up, Jimmy? How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Uh, Terzo was right on the same page with me. We were thinking the same. Brockman. Uh oh. Those legs. Your new street name is White Balance. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wasn't wrong. My legs are tan. What are you guys talking about? No, no, no. they're not tan. The poor kid's going to need sunscreen because of your DNA. Jeez. <laughs> are you wearing New Balance? White Balance? Oh, uh, potentially. Are you? I'm no. Not wearing New Balance. Okay, sorry. Is that in, was that what's more insulting? Me asking if you're wearing New Balance or you're talking about how white your legs I think, are? I think the New Balance. Okay, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> then I apologize, Chris. The other one I'm not sorry about. What's up, Jimmy? Hey, uh, shout out to uh, Harini Logan from San Antonio winning the national spelling bee. Oh, at a girl. Way to go. Didn't know. And then y'all talked yesterday about Kerr and Adoka and the pop connection and the tree. And it's obvious which one took from Pop. Kerr seems to be more of the ball movement and screens, and Udoka more of the defense. Well, I, I, I don't know. I mean, the Warriors are a terrific defensive team, and, and they were playing terrific team defense. I mean, Tatum was having his off night. Horford was making shots but not going off. Jalen Brown was turning the ball over. Um, probably much to your dis- dismay, Chris. I mean, there, we were seeing that. Um, but the Celtics still took a lead at halftime despite taking their best Curry shot to the chops. Um, and then the fourth quarter, they put 40 on on the Warriors, and, and that's uncharacteristic yeah, for and, Golden State. Like y'all said, you know, it's under the radar. People don't notice this, but when you notice the pop, you see the subtleties in each of the coaches. Mm-hmm. And no one even mentioned pop won – and has the most career coaching records. He got that in March. Maybe the NFL took over, but mm. 
way to go, Pop. Uh, and I know he's proud of Kerr and Udoka, and he's sitting with a bottle of wine and having a fine time. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Jimmy. Greatly appreciate it. Al Horford plus 750 now <laughs> for finals MVP. So he's the favorite? Uh, no, no, no. He, but you can still get good numbers. Uh, Tatum's your favorite, uh, followed by Curry and Jalen Brown. Hmm. Jordan Poole had an off night. He did. He didn't look he did like, but, well. but, but that, yeah. you know what? I mean, it's a big stage, a big moment. And uh, I'm sure the Celtics are like, okay. They're just kid. long. Tatum, White, Brown, Smart. They're, they're long. They make it uh, really tough on those guys. You know, you kind of see how Curry only scored, what, 13 points yes. the rest of the game? Some, well, some of those Curry shots and the clay shots were like, you know, they had like a split second and a window yeah. to put it up and in. And on occasion they did. Fourth quarter, none of them went in. None of them. And crazy things were happening. Like, didn't uh, Curry get a flat tire on the way to the basket? Yeah, he lost his shoe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the the uh, the braces that he's wearing on his ankles? Did you see that? I'm wearing those forever. I, I know. Yeah. Um, but I, I'd never seen but a if, shoe but off if, like if that. if Looney and Draymond Looney. aren't going to be threats to score, then... Yeah, that Draymond had a few open threes. Tough, yeah. He had a few open threes. Juancho Hernan Gomez, formerly of the Celtics, just this year. Now the Utah's Jazz and the star of the movie Hustle in studio. Hour number three. Don't go anywhere.